are listening to the Fit Ground Worker podcast with Graham McKay. In this podcast, we talk about all things business, fitness and construction. Each episode, I share with you my thoughts and tips on how to become fit and healthy, how to build a business while maintaining a busy lifestyle, and I also share my top tips that have helped me build for the future. What are we waiting for? Let's get into it. How you doing folks? My name is Graham McCaig and I have always wanted to do a podcast. This is something I have thought about for the last couple of years and I'm finally getting round to do it and I'm currently doing it sitting in my car using the voice recording app on the iPhone and I'm going to send it to an editor and hopefully it works out well. The reason why I'm not spending a lot of money on lots of technology right now is because I don't want to put the pressure on myself in case I don't follow through with it. So hopefully over time, I'll start to update and get better things equipment-wise. But as it stands just now, I just want to get some content out there for people to listen to. And from a selfish point of view, the reason why that I'm doing this is for my own therapy because I like talking. I like speaking to people. I like having interesting conversations. And the point in this podcast is to hopefully have more interesting conversations, make new business contacts, make new friends, and in the process, hopefully, help people put themselves out there more and hopefully learn from the things that I've been doing over the last 34 years of my life. So the third podcast that I'm going to be talking about today is Who is Graham McCaig? So I'm going to get right into it. So Graham McCaig at the moment is 34 years old and he went to school in Colsaith and throughout Graham's, throughout my life, I've always been on a diet. Diet has been the biggest part of my life. It's something that I've always struggled with. And the reason why that I went on a diet was when I was about the age of 15, 16. And the reason why I went on a diet was because I never got any attention from girls. And you'll think, why are you sharing that on this podcast? I'm sharing it on that, this podcast is because I know that other people who might be 14, 15, or even 28, 30, 40 years old might be feeling that, that they're not confident. They don't have any confidence within themselves. So at the age of 15, 16, I decided that I wanted to lose weight because I was sick of going out nights out with my friends in school and they were getting the kisses off the girls and I wasn't. That's why that my first reason to go on a diet was that. And that's a, a great that's a great lesson and a great take home is that if you want to go on a diet, you won't go on a diet. If, you, if someone just gives you a diet, it's very hard to follow. You have to have a reason why. What is your reason to go on a diet? Could be that you want to look nice in a bikini and holiday. Could be that you like to, you want to fit into your wedding dress. You want to get attention from another sex, same sex, whatever. But you have to have a reason. You, you might want to run about the garden with your kids without sweating or without puffing and panting without them saying, Daddy, Mommy, keep up. So what is your reason for doing it? My reason was when I was 15, 16, that was it. So, 15, 16, I went on a diet. My diet was, I got my dad to make me sandwiches. I drank water instead of fizzy juice. When my pals went down to the chip shop, I went down, but I took my sandwich. And I would do things like sit-ups and press-ups each night. I would go down and train with my brother's football team. I was too young to play, but I did the training. I ran down to the training, did the training, ran back home. I did things like boxing. I did everything I possibly could to lose weight. And I did, I lost two stone and I felt absolutely tremendous. At school I felt unbelievable. One of the big things was that I felt comfortable going in the swimming pool. Before I didn't, I was comfortable enough to take off my top. Going in the swimming pool, that was a big thing for me. So that was the first part. 
of me going through a transformation. Then at the age of about 21, uh, I started lifting weights because I wanted to change the shape of my body. So I'd lost the weight, I now wanted to change the shape of my body. And you know what you do, you obviously go online, you try different things. But I mainly went to the gym with my brother, my, couple of, uh, my, my two brothers I went to the gym, went with friends as well. And going to the gym was then part of my routine, part of my life. And the reason why I went again is that fitness and looking good was a big thing for me because if I looked good in the mirror, I felt good. So the age of 21 to 28, I lifted weights, my body shape changed, but my biggest, one of my next goal was I want a six pack. Now you say, well, why do you want a six pack? Well, I wanted a six pack because the fat kid at school did not think it was possible. And from the age of 21 to 28, I didn't think it was possible. I then saw a transformation picture online of someone who went from, I wouldn't say overweight, but he was not in the best shape to looking unbelievably good. And I says, if he can do it, I can do it. I then got in touch with the person who did this transformation. And I'll do a shout out to a gym called M10 down in Nottingham run by Mark Coles. And at the time, I worked with the head coach then, James Sutton. So again, he now works out on his own. That's another um, great person to go and follow. Mark Coles, M10, James Sutton, these guys and part of their organisation really did change my life. And what I achieved with them from the age of, well, I started it in January. January when I was 28 years old, I can remember going out uh, at Christmas, sorry, New Year's time with my friends. And I just became sick of going out at the weekends, drinking on the Saturday, feeling rough on the Sunday and not feeling great until the Tuesday, Wednesday. I'd had enough. I'd had enough of it. And I can remember saying to my friends, after New Year, that's me, I'm done. And they were like, no, you're not. I said, I'm telling you, I'm sick of this. And true to my word, the 5th of January, I signed up to work with James Sutton. And I worked with this guy for five and a half months to start with. And my goal was, I've got a stag do to go to Benidorm. And I went in there, I told him, what I was currently doing and at that moment in time I was training five, six days a week doing weights I was training abs two to three days a week I was doing cardio four, five days a week I was I was burning out and I still did not have my six pack and this is another key point of you need to go and get advice from people who have something that you want when I first went into that gym you could tell that these people were people who worked on themselves they had seeked advice from people who were better than them and I was in an environment where I was very uncomfortable because these guys were on a different level from me. But again, this is where you need to go. You need to go places where you're uncomfortable because if you're the biggest person in the in the gym, the smartest person in the room, then you need to move rooms, you need to move gyms. So when I went in there, I told this PT what I was currently doing. I told him all the things I'd done in the past and I gave him a diet plan. And I was training, I told him, like I said, five days a week training, six days, cardio, abs and I wrote out a diet about what I was eating. He then came back to me and says, right, we're going to go down to five days weight training, 45 minutes to 50 minutes per session. You're not doing any cardio and no ab training. And I said, yeah, but I need a six pack. And he says, no, no ab training, no cardio. So I followed his advice and I had to cut myself off in terms of no nights out because drinking is the worst thing if you want to lose weight unless you can manage it, unless you can manage how much drink you do, because when you drink, the next day you'll eat crap. And that's what I was doing for 10 years. And I had to get out of that. So I had to kind of cut myself away from my friends a wee bit. It was difficult because they were always wanting me to come out on the weekend. 
And that's something that sometimes you need to separate yourself from people that are closest to you to get something that you want because they don't understand why you're doing these things. And for me, I felt lonely in my head. I needed to look in the mirror and be confident in what I was looking at. So for five and a half months, the first two months were very difficult because you've got the temptation of going back. And I was so close to doing it because there was so many nights out, but I managed to step, I managed to keep away from it. And what happened in that process was, is that you were going to the PT every week. You were doing a check-in. He was checking your body fat. And each week you were dropping weight. And you were looking in the mirror and your body shape was changing. And each week you were saying, I can't believe that I've lost that. I can't believe I've got a bit of shape in my arms. Look at the shape of my shoulders. And I was just getting fat. My, my body was just filling my mind with, you're looking good, Graham. You're looking better, Graham. And then as the weeks were going on, I was getting better. And then my coach said to me, James said to me, do you ever read books? And I went, no, I hate reading. I can't read. And he said to me, why don't you start reading books? Why don't you try and read 10 pages of a self-help book? And I didn't understand what a self-help book was. But he pointed in the the direction. And one of my friends actually recommended a book called The Chimp Paradox. And it talks about your chimp brain. How about you make decisions? And you've you've got one side of the brain that will have will have doubt and say you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that then you've got the other side that will be saying you can do that you can easily do this and that's putting confidence into you now because my body was changing and I was also reading things that were helping me develop mentally as well I went from I completely changed and people looked on at me and says what's happened to you and it's just because I was looking in the mirror my body was changing and I was reading things that were reinforcing self-belief in my mind and this completely, I was completely transformed in five months. What I'd been, what I'd been trying to achieve since the age of 21 to 28, I achieved in five months. And it's because I had an expert telling me what to do. And I went on the stag do with my friends and they couldn't believe the change that happened in me. And neither could I. And you'll say, well, what's so, what's the big deal about that? Well, the big deal about that for me was, is it then opened up the curtain in my mind about, If I achieved something that I did not think was possible physically, then I then started to think, what else is out there? And then that's when I then kind of had a realisation where I was in a job that I didn't necessarily love. I didn't hate it. I did it because it was great money, very good money. But then I then started to think, well, is that a life that I want to live doing something just because the money's great if I'm not fulfilled? And then I then started to look and think, what do I actually want to do with my life? What is it that I aspire to be? And if it's any consolation or if it makes people feel better, I still don't know exactly where I'm going. But all I know is is that I'm playing the game and I'm playing the game and finding about what I want to do in life. And that takes courage and 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 I'm proud of myself for doing that. But I had to go through a transformation to be able to think like this. So at the age of 28, I decided, uh, well, sorry, after my transformation and a year later carried on working with James, I decided to leave my job. And I decided to leave my job because I'd bought a house at 21 because I, I was making good money. And I decided that this house, I didn't need it. I sold it, made a bit of money, bought another house that I rented out and I had a bit of money left over. And I thought, right, I'm going to have a bit of fun here. And when I left my job, I decided to go and try new things. And for some reason, I always wanted to try acting. And I signed up for agencies, got headshots. And actually appeared in a couple of things, couple of plays, appeared as an extra in a couple of things. And when people phoned and asked me what I was up to, because I'd left a high paying job, great contacts, built up a lot of good credibility within the industry that I did, people thought I'd lost the plot. 
And I was just out having fun. I was just out there doing things that I'd always wanted to try and do. And because that, I didn't have to turn up for a job. I had that freedom. So that was about two or three months doing that. But at the same time I was doing that, I was also renovating houses for investors. So they were buying houses. I was in there project managing them and organising the trades. And that was good, but I had a lot of time in my hands. So when you actually have time and you don't have anything to do in that time, it's dangerous. So for a year, I kind of floated about and I didn't make enough money. Well, because I had money there in the background, I didn't have to make a lot of money. But I still wasn't making great money doing the, the project management side of things. And I realised, right, do you know what? I'm not really a fan of this. What else can I be doing? And then I then thought to myself, well, I've helped people transform their body. So I've helped myself transform my body. Why, won't, why don't I become a personal trainer? So I then decided to look at becoming a personal trainer. I signed up for a course and I competed the first um, schedule of it. So I did like a PT level one. But I then thought to myself, do I really want to become a personal trainer? I then changed my mind again. And I then decided to go and I wanted to become a salesman. Grant Cardone is someone I follow online. I don't follow him too much anymore, but I did back then. Because I read a couple of his books, great books, Seller Be Sold, um, Be Obsessed, um, and also The 10X Rule. And this was just another way of thinking about you have to promote yourself, you have to go out and sell yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. And I then wanted to become a salesman because I wanted to go out and learn that. I then worked with my friend's company selling windows. And I did that for six months. I learned a lot in there, but I then said to myself, that I want to become a salesman. Now, the truth is, I, I gave up before uh, I really got, I've got any fruit from the tree, if that's the right saying. But again, it wasn't something that I really felt fulfilled doing because I, I enjoyed sales, but I didn't really enjoy at the time the types of product I was selling because I felt as if fitness was something that was always calling me. And uh, I then decided to go back to my construction job because I had good credibility there, great company I worked with took me back on. And I went back in. And when I went back onto site making good money, I kind of said to myself that this is only temporary. This is only temporary. I do not want to be here forever because my life is not to be in the one place forever. I don't want to have to rely on anyone. I want to be independent. And for me, my biggest goal is to have time freedom to do what I want, when I want, with whoever I want. And I can't do that if I'm working. Even if I'm self-employed, I still have to rely on someone for an income. So I knew that when I was going back is that this is something where it was only temporary. And as the thing that would always stay in here no matter what is I'm always training. My diet is always there. It's not perfect, but I always have structure. That's another take home and another lesson. Having structure in your day is a big thing. I learned things like over the self-development books was having a routine in the morning, getting up an hour before I go to the gym or before I go to work, reading 10 pages of a book in the morning writing down goals, meditating for 10-15 minutes, something I need to get back into because I fell off it. But I felt completely different when I sat in silence for five minutes and I read 10 pages of a book before I went to work. I was up earlier than people. I was up before sunrise and I was sharper. I was ahead of the game. So that was a massive, massive, massive thing for me. And from that point, I then decided, right, I'm going to leave my job again. And I decided to start a groundworks company with my friend and the two of us decided I this was now this is now lockdown time. So this is during COVID. I was I was working down in London 
and I then went up to a job in Lossiemouth and worked in an airbase up there. So during lockdown, when everyone was um, off, I was working. And during that time, I decided that, okay, I can save some money and I can go out myself again and let's look at our next challenge, Graham. So what I decided was me and my friend, we set up a groundworks company because we had the contacts to do that. We had the contacts with my engineering background. He had a labour supply company. And we said, why don't we do something together? Because we're young, we're hungry. Many people in construction kind of don't start a business like this at the age of 34. Well, maybe they do. But I didn't know many people who did groundworks businesses like us. And we had big goals, big aspirations about what we wanted to do. And we got three people to leave a job. And when they left the job, the the job that we were meant to go on to get cancelled or postponed because we're now currently on that now, that job got postponed. Now, we had three men who left a job and they were expecting to be paid. We had no work at Christmas time and we had to find them work because we had to pay them. So we looked at what we could do and I decided to promote what we could do on social media. We start promoting let's, we can be a ground worker, they can come in and help you if you're a builder and put in the groundworks, put in the foundations, put in the underbuild. And we just promoted ourselves constantly online. We promoted ourselves constantly online. And what we did was, is that we got the boys out there working. We earned a wage. We earned a wage for ourselves. And what we did was, is that we quickly built up a groundworks business in the process. So for the last two years, what we've been doing is, is that we started off jobs where it was a £10,000 job. The first job we did was the NHS centre down in Irvine and it was a basic concrete slab. We did that small job, I think it was like £10,000. We then moved on to a £20,000 extension and we started to get bigger jobs. We were constantly telling people what we were doing. And again, to, to let you know why this happened for me is that this happened because I had confidence in myself. If, well, if someone else can do it, why can't I do it? And I wouldn't have thought the same if I wasn't looking in the mirror and liking what I looked at and you're thinking this got nothing to do with it, it had everything to do with it for me if I felt good in the mirror I felt more confident in my life so fitness for me has always will always be the key for my success or the key for me taking chances that will always be the thing so for the last two years what we've been doing is is that we've been building Groundwork a Groundworks company and as it currently stands we're working over Scotland, we're doing things like anything from landscaping jobs to extensions. We've now moved into bigger things, working for great companies where we're building things like co-ops, we're building things like Lidl's. And the reason why that we're doing that is because we've put ourselves out there. We're taking our, we're taking chances. And that is a big take home for me is, is that in order for us to get things in life, in order for us to get something that we've never had before, then we're going to have to take chances. And it's very difficult. It is difficult because sometimes people won't take chances because they may have kids, they may have a family, and it's hard to leave a job. And I understand that. So I'm very grateful that I have not got kids and I've not had a wife at the time when I decided to take this chance because I might not have done it. However, don't let that stop you because other people do it. So what is my point and the point in this podcast is that I wanted to share with you guys about who I was and how fitness has been a big part of my life and how it's helped me go after things. It's helped me care less about what other people think. And 
I'm asking you the question is, is there something that you've always maybe wanted to try and you're not doing it? And the question is, why are you not doing it? What is your reasons for not giving this a bash? Because we only have one life. And I genuinely believe that if you don't try this or try something or do something that is outside your comfort zone, then you will, get, you will regret it for the rest of your life. It's difficult. But what you need to do is, is that you need to be around people who push you. You need to be around people that will support you. And again, this is a, a story for another day, another topic. But you need to talk about being around people who inspire you, people who motivate you. Now, the big thing that for, for me is people have to be in your corner. They have to be rooting for you. And when you're around about friends and family, your friends and family love you. But at the same time, they can be the people that hold you back. Now, it's not nice to say that, but sometimes that is, that is the reality. Is it, It's not that they don't want you to move forward. Some of them don't want you to move forward because they're like, I want to do that. But others are doing it because they care for you and they think, just watch what you're doing. You need to settle. Calm down. You're leaving a great job here. Why do you want to go after that? Can you not just be happy with what you've got? And if you're happy with what you've got, great. But this is for maybe people who are feeling lonely or they're feeling like I'm sick of this I want to try something different so what is it that you maybe want to try today that you're not doing the question is why are you not doing it and if you listen to me and go and follow me on Facebook Instagram on LinkedIn LinkedIn is a again this is a story for another day another topic LinkedIn if you've got a business that's where 90% of our business comes from and I get trolls on LinkedIn and I deal with them a lot better than I did at the start because the more trolls you get and the more people that are slagging you, when you maybe go and see them and you've not and you've maybe not been around them in a while, this is good because it means that you're making a noise, you're putting yourself out there. So ask yourself right now, what is it I want to do that I've not tried? Why am I not doing it? Give it a go. And if you want to send me a message, if you want a support group, if you want somebody to be in your corner, send me that message and I would love to be the person in your corner. I'd like to thank you for listening to this podcast i'm hoping that it works and again just to just to let you guys know this is something that i'm going to hopefully well i am i'm putting myself out there i'm going to start doing podcasts i don't know where the podcasts are going to go because i don't have again i don't have things sussed out but i'm putting myself out here talking about this because this is my therapy to get more people into my circle to have interesting conversations because i love talking to people about goals aspirations about what they want to do in life i love hearing people who have gone from like A to B or in terms of they've gone from losing three or four stone to completely transforming them life, starting out as a gardener and then having a massive construction business and selling it for a lot of money. That sort of stuff inspires me. I love inspirational stories and I love listening to people telling them. So my point, uh, sorry, my goal for the podcast is I'm going to be talking about construction. I'm going to be talking about business. I'm going to be talking about fitness and potentially other things as well. I'm going to get guests on in time. But I just wanted to be get the first one out there so that I can say, Graham, you've got it out there. So any feedback is welcomed off anyone. Please do. Uh, I always like to learn and grow. And I hope you've enjoyed it. Go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Graham McCaig. Search on Instagram, McCaig50. Why, do you, why is it McCaig50? Because 50 Cent is my hero. And again, that's a podcast for another day. Uh, I don't, don't have any shame in that. Again, if you don't know who 50 Cent is, his story is inspirational. I think the guy is incredible. He's been, he lives, he was in New York, Southside Jamaica, Queens, and he went from losing his mother uh, at a very young age. Yes, he was a drug dealer. 
I'm not condoning drug dealing. However, he went from being a drug dealer to a rapper to putting himself out there to getting his own label. And he's now one of the biggest names in television. So that kind of shit inspires me. So I hope you've enjoyed that. And the next podcast, I'm not sure it will be, but it will be coming. Thank you for listening. And just remember is that other people's opinions will not put the food on the table for you. So give it a bash. Who cares what other people think? You'll you'll only regret it if you don't give it a bash. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. I hope you found the content valuable and fingers crossed it made you better in some aspect of your life. For more info on what I do on a day-to-day basis, please follow me on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram. Facebook, it's Graham McCaig. LinkedIn, it's Graham McCaig. And Instagram, McCaig50.